0: I make
1: it up for lost time. Hi, welcome back to yesterday today. Uh, right before we hit record, McLean got a phone call from our producers, so can you can you hurry up with that? This is kind of bad timing. Hiya, Jake. This is
2: McLean? Hmm. Once I got your names mixed up in my context. Anyway, I was giving you a courtesy call to let you guys know that I'm going to be late to the studio today. I went to the hardware store to get some tools to fix up my hot tub. Fix up your hot tub? Once I get that baby fixed up, it's going to be the perfect place to watch the Mets on the TV. Oh, of course. Uh, Why why are you running late? I got kind of caught up in a world of flavor known as the hardware store candy section. Hardware store candy. You bet. All the best hard-to-eat candies. Charleston Chews, Boston Baked Beans, those marshmallow circus peanut things. It seems the hardware store sells exclusively stale and old candy. That doesn't sound great. Ah, Contrail. The staleness is what makes the texture just right. I find the harder and more impenetrable the circus peanut is, the more like the texture of an actual peanut it becomes, and the more I like it. And I'm so excited by all this candy. I'm like, like a kid in a... Like a kid in a candy store? Something like that. Say, do you know they make an Idaho spud candy bar? It's marshmallow and chocolate, but it looks like a potato. Man, what won't they think of next? Anyway, I'll see you mooses later. Well, it seems our producer will be late. Yeah, so
1: I heard. Well, better late than never. He's usually not even here, so at least he's making an attempt this week. Anyway, as I was saying, I'm Jake Westbrook, and along with me is your co-host and a man who I'm sure will make a very good father one day himself, McLean Westbrook. Thank you. What an oddly specific compliment
3: to introduce me with.
1: Well, it's our Father's Day episode, and you don't have any children currently, so, you know, I I can merely speculate as to how good of a father you might be one day, you know, potentially in the future. Every week, it seems your thematic introductions get more and more forced. Yes, and yet it only adds to the charm of this little show. And speaking of this little show, let's get on with our Father's Day episode. Hold on there, Jake. Speaking of fathers, I need some advice regarding my future father-in-law. Sydney, where'd you come from? I, I've been here the entire time. You, you've been here in the studio the entire time? Yeah, well, I mean, you guys always get so exasperated when I interrupt the show by barging into the studio, so, you know, I figured I'd come in here and wait for you this time. I've been, uh, I've been standing in that corner over there. Standing in the corner? We didn't even see you. Well, I was standing very still. Anyway, enough about me. Let's talk about my problems. Sydney, the
3: problem wasn't you opening the studio door. It was you interrupting the recording in
1: general. Eh, well, uh, you should have been more specific in your complaints. Anyway, fellas, I need help. Ah, uh, let me guess. It's about you and the producer. No, it's about me. How did you know? You just said it 20 seconds ago. Oh, yeah. Anyway, gentlemen, Father's Day Eve is upon us. Father's Day Eve? Yes, and as you are aware, and the listeners may or may not be, I am getting married in T-minus one week to the producer's daughter, Maisie. Now, the puzzling part is, what do I get him for Father's Day that will be least likely to make the man hate me, or hate me more, as the case may be? Sidney, Father's Day is tomorrow. This... Isn't this the same thing that happened to you on Mother's Day? You didn't get a gift from Maisie's mom until the last second, and then you went not do a downward spiral of panic and horror? No, oh, no, 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 no. That's different. I did get Maisie's dad a gift. I, I did, I did. Then what's the problem? Well, the problem is I'm a dumb, stupid idiot who got him a dumb, stupid gift for Father's Day. Well, what did you get him? <laughs> well, I got him this. Oh, wow. That's, uh... What is that? <sighs> it's a necktie. Sydney, that is... Yeah, the worst necktie you've ever seen. I know. I know. Banana yellow with... Are those... Are those monkeys? Monkeys. Yes, they're monkeys. Sydney, what on earth compelled you to get a banana yellow tie with monkeys on it? For the producer for Father's Day. Well, I was trying to get something inoffensive, so I settled for a necktie, but, you know, I didn't want it to be just a boring old necktie, so I, I went one with a design, and 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 I went with monkeys.
3: Sydney, not to sound dramatic, but you could not give him this as a Father's Day gift.
1: I know that. That's what I'm trying to tell you, but... I don't know what I should get him instead. you got to help me. Alright, okay. Well, there wouldn't be yesterday today if we weren't helping you sort out your personal problems. Let's get the show started first and we can help you. you no, know, take as much time as you need. It's not like Father's Day is tomorrow or anything. <laughs> right. Well, first up, some uh, old songs about dads. You know, I like to think of this show as my weekly therapy session. Yeah, we've noticed. <laughs>
0: Don't give me that stuff, you do all right. Why, I see you with a different
4: chick every night. Now, I'm not a bad guy, won't mention any names, but what's the story with you and the dame?
0: Well, Glenn, I guess I do do pretty well, but there's really not an awful lot that I could tell. My pa was a pretty sharp cat in his day and says he used to court more in the old-fashioned way. Why, that old-fashioned stuff wouldn't stand a chance in the hustle and the bustle of modern romance. Oh, it wouldn't, huh? No. Well, you'll find out. I'll show you just what I'm talking about. Buck one, then. Okay. They didn't have no airy planes, didn't have no streamlined trains, but they had lonely country lanes when fall was Gordon Mall. They didn't have no Red Sea bars, fancy drinks and caviar, but they had lots of moon and stars when fall was Gordon Mall. They didn't have no commentator with the news broadcast. They'd listen in on the party line And get their news almost as fast They didn't have no electric lights Just for lamps, they'd spoon at night Still and all, they did all right When Paul was Gordon Moore
3: Now all
4: you
0: say is true, I guess But there must be more to your success Have you told all, Texas? No, They just one thing I got on Paul He didn't have a saxophone when he courted Ma. It's a funny thing about the gals today. They go for a guy that can swing and sway. Now, Texas, I think you got something there. Something where? Something there. Where's that? Right there. So go on. Start blowing. Well, okay. Get going. Go on. Well, I'm a-going. Start blowing.
5: Mom will have some. Got money and mom will have some.
4: I guess you know by now, folks, that June 20th is Father's Day. And I don't mind saying that after being kicked around all year, we fathers deserve a little attention.
5: Oh, Phil, you don't know how good you've got it. Why, with birds, the father bird has to sit on the eggs. Would you sit on the eggs? Sure,
6: if you don't mind scrambled children.
7: Oh, me, Oh my, what a life I lead now Nothing to do but love That's all I'm thinking of Ding dong, sweet song Glad I took that little vow Married, yes, I'll confess It's a wow and how Mama loves Papa, Papa loves Mama Everything's dandy sweet as can be Nothing to hurry, nothing to worry me Oh, so contented There's a good reason, mighty good reason Mama likes squeezing, Papa does too Nothing can break us, nothing can make us blue Got a bungalow, know oh, what a time we have. Such wonderful bliss. Spooning, crooning, sweet honeymooning, and the secret is this people like us, we never do fuss. We always got something better to do. Mama loves Papa, Papa loves Mama too. Papa loves Papa, Papa loves Mama, everything's dandy sweet as can be, nothing to hurry, nothing to worry me, oh so shangri, there's a good reason, mighty good reason, Mama likes squeezing, Papa does too, nothing can break us, nothing can make us blue. I'm here to say that every day is a gay one Filled with wonderful bliss Here's good news through with the blues True, the secret is this Mama says yes, Papa says yes People who yes are happy, I guess Cause Mama loves Papa Papa loves Mama Oh, well, the mater loves the pater, and everything's jolly now. A little girl was
8: crying. I asked her why. She said, There's no denying, I'm five.
9: Six,
10: My pop gave me a nickel to buy a pickle. Somehow I lost that nickel, that's why I'm crying. He knows I like popsicles, he'll think I'm pickle. If I don't find that nickel, I'll give up crying. I can't go home, yet I can't stay away if I should go. I miss the cake mom baked today. My pop gave me a nickel to buy a pickle. Somehow I lost that nickel and I'm in a pickle. <laughs> Pop gave me a nickel If I don't find that nickel I'm in a pickle
6: Sometimes selecting just the right Father's Day gift can be quite a problem but here comes a new and unique answer from Gillette. This complete, compact vacation travel kit, handy new travel sizes of Gillette good grooming products, plus a space for toothbrush and paste. It contains Right Guard deodorant, one-piece Gillette razor, Gillette stainless steel blades, sun-up Sunup aftershave, and extra rich foamy shaving cream to super saturate your beard. The whole shave through. The incomparable Gillette stainless blade has the world's sharpest, easiest shaving, long-lasting edges. Then, sun up after shave. Feels better. Smells better. Finally, Right Guard Power Spray Deodorant. Get them all in the unique Gillette Travel Kits. There's nothing like them at the price. Perfect for Father's Day.
1: Hey, welcome back to Yesterday Today. Celebrating Fathers on the show today as we help Sydney figure out what to get for his uh, future father in law. <laughs> I don't get it. What's so wrong with buying him a racehorse? He loves horse racing. Sydney,
3: I think you're really underestimating the financial commitment of a racehorse.
1: Oh, come on. I have a steady job. Money's no object. How much can a championship racehorse really cost, anyway? Oh, probably a couple hundred thousand dollars. A uh, couple hundred thousand dollars? Yeah, not including what it would
3: cost to feed and, and house it. Just a bit outside the price range of a
1: radio station janitor. Well not necessarily. So, um, how would you apply for a loan, do you think? Sydney, it's not happening. No, come on. We apply for a loan. We get the horse, he wins a couple of races, and then we pay back the loan. What's so difficult about this? Sydney. No no hold on, let him cook. He's making sense. Sydney, what are some other things that the producer likes? Um, really likes his daughter, but I'm marrying her, so yeah, no, no, like material items. Oh, um, I don't know. He's had the disco records. He likes warm beer and ice fishing, which is kind of backwards if you think about it. Oh, he, he loves the Mets. You could get him a, a shirt or a, a hat or something. No, 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 that won't work. He told me he doesn't wear Mets gear anymore. He figures the Mets always lose because he roots for them. So if he doesn't wear anything Mets related, he can trick the universe into thinking he's not a fan. Well, based on how the season is going, I don't think his strategy is working. Yeah, you don't have room to talk as a Rockies fan, McLean. Look, is there anything else that he likes? You could give him, like, a gift card to his favorite restaurant. (laughs) I've got it! Hardware store candy! Uh, Hardware store candy? Yeah, when the show started, you were talking to him on the phone, and he was talking about how much he loves, uh, uh, what was it, circus beans and and Boston peanuts and, uh... I, I don't know if that's the best idea...
3: Now, hold on. Knowing the producer, I think it could work. He has... unusual tastes? Uh, Well, maybe, but I...
1: I'll run over to the hardware store now, and I'm gonna get him a whole bunch of that stuff. See you later, fellas!
3: Well, let's hope the producer's love of hardware store candy doesn't dissipate by tomorrow.
1: Well, at any rate, let's get to the second half of our show. Appropriately enough, we have an episode of Father Knows Best.
11: Is Maxwell
12: House the best coffee in the whole world? Well, your father says so, and your father knows best.
9: Yes, it's Father Knows Best, transcribed in Hollywood, starring Robert Young as father. A half-hour visit with your neighbors, the Andersons, brought to you by Maxwell House, the coffee that's bought and enjoyed by more people than any other brand of coffee at any price. Maxwell House Always good To the last drop A father's a pitiful fellow Brow-beaten, maligned, and oppressed But on Sunday His mood will be mellow It's the one day When father knows best That's right, neighbors This coming Sunday Is Father's Day And in Springfield, it's going to be quite an event. The white frame house on Maple Street is bustling with activity. And as Jim Anderson steps through the front door, we can't be quite certain as to whether or not he approves. But we'll find out, won't we?
4: Margaret, I'm... Hey, what's going on here?
12: Jim, what are you doing home?
4: Well, I just thought...
12: You aren't supposed to be home until 6 o'clock.
4: I know, honey, but there wasn't anything doing at the office, and I figured... What's going on in the living room? A hog callers convention?
12: Why don't you go for a walk or something?
4: I don't want to go for a walk.
12: Why don't you run down to the drugstore? I don't want
4: to run anyplace. I just want to sit. Now, will you please tell me why the living room sounds like a weasel got into the hen house? What? What is going on in the living room?
12: Oh, well, it's a surprise.
4: Honey, not again.
12: Well, it isn't exactly a surprise, but... Oh, Jim Anderson, one way or another, you always manage to spoil everything What did I spoil now? That's the food and refreshment committee for the Father's Day outing
4: All right, I didn't... Wait a minute, there must be a dozen women in there
12: There are only eight (laughs) That's the committee? For food and refreshments
4: But the whole outing was supposed to be for five or six families What happened?
12: Well, it grew
4: Honey, I said I didn't mind going on a picnic with people like the Hathaways and the Woodies, but if you think I'm going to spend Father's Day, how many are there going to be?
12: Well, uh, Norman and Harriet Franklin said they weren't sure, and Jane Overton said she'd have to ask Henry... Margaret, how
4: many people are there going to be?
12: Including the children?
4: Including everybody.
12: Uh... 212. (laughs) Two
4: hundred and twelve people?
12: That's without the Franklins and the Overton's How did it get
4: to be two hundred and twelve?
12: Well, Lucille Hathaway told a few of her friends And Dorothy Woody told a few of hers May
4: told a few of theirs
12: Then, of course, when we got the boys' club to join You got
4: the boys' club for Father's Day?
12: Isn't it wonderful? We're making it a father and son's day
4: Honey, why don't you just give me a necktie?
8: thinks it's a brilliant
12: idea and they're talking about it all over Springfield It's going so well
4: The operation was a success but the patient died
12: <laughs> What, dear?
4: Uh, nothing, honey I was just, uh, I think I'll go into the den and lie down Oh,
12: no, you can't
4: I... What?
12: The contest committee's in there
4: The contest committee?
12: Well, they have to think up all sorts of stunts and games It's really quite important
4: Stunts and games.
12: You're going to have a wonderful time, dear. I know it.
4: Yes. I, uh, I'd better go upstairs and lie down for a while.
12: That's a good boy. Oh, Jim, don't go into our room. I have turned that over to the transportation committee.
4: Yes, dear. I'll be sure not to go into our room. Father's Day. The best thing they can do with fathers on Father's Day is leave them alone. <laughs> Stunts and games.
13: Father. What are you doing home?
4: That's the second time I've been asked that. What's so unusual about my coming home? I come home all the time.
13: Pardon me. I was only trying to be pleasant.
4: Man comes into his own home, and what happens? He can't get into the den. He can't get into the living room. He can't get into his own bedroom.
13: You can't go into Bud's room, Father.
4: Now, see here, Betty.
13: But it's all full of hats and coats. Oh. So's my room. That's why I have to study out here.
4: Well, it could be worse, I guess. Right now I can't think how, but I suppose it could.
13: Going downstairs, Father.
4: No, I'm trying to set a new record for the indoor ski jump. Tally ho!
13: Creepers.
4: Am I going downstairs? What did she think I was doing? Deep sea diving? Am I going downstairs?
9: Hiya, Dad. What are you doing
4: home? I.
8: <laughs>
4: well, never mind. What are those? These? Oh, they're tickets. I see. You uh, wouldn't care to confide in me a little further, would you? Huh? What are the tickets for? They're for the picnic. You owe six and a quarter. (laughs) For the Father's Day picnic? Sure. I'm being taken to a Father's Day picnic, but I have to pay $6.25. What for? Five tickets. (laughs) But, Let me put it another way. We're taking our own lunch, right? Right. There's no charge for the picnic grounds, right? Right. Then who gets the $6.25? Didn't I tell you about
9: that? It gets split up.
6: (laughs) I see.
4: Part of it goes to the boys' club. And the rest? Uh, The rest of it goes to the boys'.
8: (laughs) Well,
4: that's nice It's what I call a very neat arrangement Oh, holy cow, Dad We had to have some reason for going
11: Hi, Daddy
4: So help me if she says one word
11: What are you doing home?
4: Uh, I'm going down to the basement You can't, Dad It's full of women If your mother... They're in the basement, too? They're practically crawling out of the woodwork I don't know Women can be so wonderful Why do there have to be so many of them?
11: I know a good place to hide
4: Nobody said anything about hiding This is as much my home as it is anyone else's And if they think... Where?
11: In back of the garage You can't even hear them out there
4: In other words, you are suggesting that I run away Yeah, like a coward
11: Well, I was only trying to help
4: Kitten, you know what Voltaire said, don't you? i do the coward flees in vain right bud yes sir that's what he said (laughs) but on the other hand i remember another quotation which says tis not too late tomorrow to be brave
9: where are you going dad out in back of the garage
14: Jim, what's the good word? Oh, hello, Sam. How go the homegrown radishes and tomatoes? I don't know yet. The bugs haven't left one big enough to eat. (laughs) Hello, Mr. Woody. Hello, Kathy.
11: Bud. Hi, Mr. Woody. We're hiding. Kathy. Well, you said... We
4: uh, just came out to get a little fresh air, that's all. Sure is a beautiful day, isn't it, Sam? House full of women, huh? (laughs) They're hanging from the chandeliers.
11: (laughs) They are? I didn't see anybody. Keep
1: quiet, <laughs> will you?
11: Well, oh, another joke, huh?
4: <laughs> Mr. Woody, if you haven't bought your tickets for the Father's Day picnic... Leave Mr. Woody alone, bud.
1: But if he's going to buy tickets anyway...
4: It's all
14: right, Jim. If I'm going to be hooked, it might as well be my bud.
1: <laughs> well, It's uh, for a very worthy cause, Mr. Woody. And besides, they're giving away all kinds of junk. I mean, prizes.
8: <laughs> <laughs> Say...
1: Dorothy
14: was telling me about some of those prizes And they aren't bad That'll be three seventy-five, dollars mister Woody Just a second, bud Prizes for what? The various contests Three-legged races, sack
4: races, the usual things I wouldn't be caught dead in a sack race Or a three-legged race, either
11: Mrs. Phillips says they're not going to have a three-legged race
4: I thought they were
11: Well, Mrs. Phillips says she doesn't think there'll be enough people there with three legs
9: <laughs> Well? That's logical, for her. Mr. Woody, if you'd like to give me the three seventy-five now. You
14: know, Jim, you might change your mind if you saw some of those prizes. They promoted a sixteen-millimeter
4: and projector. Huh, that's nice promoting.
11: They're going to have a wheelbarrow race, and the prize is six dozen golf balls.
14: Mr. Woody, if you'd like to give Wait me. Wait a minute.
4: Is she on the level, Sam? That's right.
14: I told you they'd gone all out. But six dozen golf balls. You ought to see the prize they've got for the egg race. Four of the most beautiful matched woods you ever saw.
4: You're kidding. Mr. Woody, if you'd How like... Not huh? Matched woods. You know, maybe I'm going to like this picnic after all. <laughs> Mr. Woody... The only if... thing I don't like about it are those cockeyed contests. Why don't they have a drawing and get it over with? I'll be dead after the first race. That's exactly what I told Dorothy. I said it
14: wasn't fair to you and some of the other older men.
9: Get out there and...
14: (laughs) What was that?
4: If they want to hand
14: me the prizes,
4: I don't mind, but
14: I think they ought to give somebody else a chance.
4: What was that crack about older men? Mr. Woody... God, will you please keep still? Holy cow. You and I are the same age and you know it. Where do you get that older man stuff? Jim,
14: you were 40 in February So what? I wasn't 40 until
8: May (laughs) Oh,
14: great And besides, I've kept in condition I haven't got soft and flabby
4: Who's soft and flabby? Well, you said... I'm in just as good condition right now as you were the best day in your life. Is that so? Yes, that's so. Well, uh, we'll find that out on Sunday, won't we? We certainly will. Bud and I will make you and that half-pint son of yours look like change from a $2 bill. (laughs) Won't we, Bud?
9: All I want is (laughs) $3.75. What's more, I'll just make
4: a little side bet with you on every race we enter.
9: That's a deal.
4: Half a buck a race. You've got it. Well, I'll see you Sunday. Not if I can help it. I'll be so far ahead you won't see anything but dust. Is that so? Yes, that's so. (laughs) Hmm. Thinks he's so wonderful. You and the other older men. Dad. We're going to spend the next two days training. That's what we're going to do. We'll be in such wonderful condition he won't know what happened to him. Dad.
11: I can. The train, Daddy. I know where I can borrow a stopwatch.
4: Tell me he's younger than I am. Dad. I can run circles around him without even trying.
11: Are you gonna run in circles?
4: Him and his radishes. Thinks he's so wonderful because he's got a few puny radishes. Dad.
9: Bud, what's the matter with you? You're standing on my foot.
15: Let's hope this time Father really does know best. But ladies, whether or not he overrates himself as an athlete, there's one thing you can't take away from the head of the house. Father's Day and every day, that man of yours always knows best about truly good coffee. Yes, your husband is the world's greatest coffee expert. It is true people call us experts, too. After all, more families buy our Maxwell House coffee than any other brand. But when you brew the coffee for your husband, well, he's the expert with the final say-so. And tomorrow, if you'll fill his cup with the heartwarming goodness of Maxwell House coffee, he'll surely smile and say, Now that's really fine coffee. Yes, ma'am, he'll say that all right. In fact, we'll return your money if he doesn't. We're that sure he'll enjoy that famous good-to-the-last-drop flavor. You see, the Maxwell House recipe demands certain extra-rich coffees blended just so. And only Maxwell House has that recipe. No coffee tastes like Maxwell House because no coffee is made like Maxwell House. Tomorrow, then, pour your husband a cup of wonderfully good Maxwell House coffee. If he doesn't smile and say, best coffee ever, why just send us the can and unused portion and we'll refund your money. Our address is right on every familiar blue tin. Yes, serve the world's greatest coffee expert, your husband. Coffee with the world's most famous flavor, our Maxwell House coffee. Always good to the last drop.
9: The feathers in a lady's fan are not so frail as mortal man. That may be true, of course, but... Not so far as the Andersons are concerned. With a Father's Day picnic less than 24 hours away, the Andersons, father and son, are working like little beavers to achieve a veritable peak of physical perfection. And they spare nothing in their effort. Like this. Up, two, three, down. Up, two, three, down.
11: That's a 100, Daddy.
9: Already?
4: Okay, bud, that's enough.
1: Boy, am I tired. <laughs>
4: Tired? Why, we're only just beginning What's next on the list, Kathy?
11: Push-ups
4: All right, Bud, let's try 40 or 50 push-ups Are you ready? 40 or 50? Holy cow, Dad, have a heart Well, we'll try 25 for a start Ready? I suppose so Here we go One, two Up, down
11: Daddy Not
4: now, kid One, two
11: But I want to ask you something Uh,
4: Hold it a second, Bud What is it, Kathy?
11: Did the army really make you promise you wouldn't do setting up exercises?
4: Well, it's a sort of private agreement I have with General Eisenhower. (laughs) He doesn't sell any insurance and I don't do any setting up
11: exercises. (laughs) Golly, General Eisenhower.
4: Where did we leave off, bud? I don't know, Dad,
1: but can I please rest for a while?
4: I'm dead all right son we'll take it easy for a few minutes oh boy i don't know what's gotten into this new generation why when i was a boy i thought nothing of doing a hundred push-ups i don't think
9: much of it myself daddy yes baby
11: is lying in a hammock really good exercise
4: oh it's the best It, uh, strengthens the back muscles I <laughs> once knew an Olympic champion And he did all of his training lying in a hammock
11: Gosh
1: Dad, I've got a great idea Why don't we strengthen my back muscles for a while?
11: <laughs> I'll take the hammock and fine, you... are doing fine
1: just the way
4: we are, bud Uh, Kathy, how would you like to run into the house Like a good girl and see if your mother has any more iced coffee?
11: Okay, Daddy
12: Jim!
4: Uh, hold it, kitten We're out here, Margaret
12: Jim! I had a dozen eggs in the pantry and they're gone. Do you know what happened to them?
4: Bud, get those eggshells into the garage before your mother. What uh, kind of eggs, honey?
12: <laughs> you know very well what kind of eggs. They were right on the second shelf, and the. Bud, what are you doing? Doing? What are you hiding? Hiding?
8: <laughs> Bud,
12: stop gawking at me and say something. Uh. Hi, mom. <laughs> Jim
4: Now wait a minute, honey What difference do a few eggs make? After all, if we're going to win the egg race My
12: eggs You've broken every single one of my eggs
11: One of them's only cracked a little, Mommy A whole (laughs) dozen eggs
4: But we've got it down to a system, Margaret Bud and I can run the egg course in 23 seconds Can't we, Kathy?
11: They sure can, Mommy And Mr. Woody and Jimmy took 31
4: Come on, Bud, let's show your mother how we do it With what? Oh (laughs) Oh Well, as soon as we get some more eggs...
12: Mother! You'll do no more practicing with my eggs.
4: Honey, I'll get you two dozen eggs. I'll get you a whole chicken.
12: Mother, do you know what that horrible Billy Smith did? Betty, I'm talking to your father. It's all right, Margaret. I'm in no hurry.
13: I'll never speak to that little monster again as long as I live.
12: Dear, I'm sure that whatever it is... But you don't know what he did.
13: He just called me and broke our date for tonight. Well, he
12: probably has a very good reason. Jim... He
13: hasn't uh... any reason at all. What difference does it make if he is in training? He had a date with me... Wait a
4: minute, Betty. He's in training for what?
13: Father, the whole thing is your fault. If you hadn't started this silly business with Mr. Woody... You
4: mean he's in training for the picnic?
13: Everybody's in training for the picnic. Every man in the whole neighborhood is running around with an egg on a spoon.
4: Well, of all the... Dirty, double-crossing?
13: I don't care if it is Father's Day. Billy doesn't have any right... Bud,
4: we've got to start training. We've got to start?
13: (laughs) We're going to show those
9: two-timing... I haven't done anything but train for two
4: days. That doesn't count. We'll start from the very beginning. Oh, no. Jim, this
12: whole thing is ridiculous. It's no
4: such thing. Any time they think they can put one over on Jim Anderson, well, they've got another thing coming. Bud? Yes, sir? Let's hit the road. What? We've had enough setting up exercises
1: We have? We're
4: going to concentrate on road work We're gonna run those other guys right off the map
11: But, Daddy, you can't
4: Why can't I?
11: You promised General Eisenhower
8: <laughs>
9: But Yes, Dad? Are you all right? Oh, sure, Dad. I'm fine. You, uh, don't
4: want to overdo it, you know. No. After all, you're just a boy. You haven't the endurance of, uh, older men. (laughs) You, uh, sure you wouldn't like to stop for a while? Gosh, no. We've only run about a mile. Yes. Well,
14: okay. (laughs) Okay. One, two, three,
8: four,
14: one, two, three, four, One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, four. Bud How you doing, Dad? We've got to stop I,
4: I can't run another step
8: <laughs>
1: Holy cow, Dad After only three miles?
4: I wouldn't run another step if my life depended on it
1: Okay, <sighs> but good grief We don't anymore get started Hiya, Jim
8: <laughs> Hello, Hector.
4: Doing a little road work, huh?
15: Ah, uh, this is the life, isn't it, Jim? Out in the
14: fresh air and the sunshine, boy, do I feel good. I'll bet like I can run another five miles.
4: You've run five miles? Like it was nothing.
14: Well, I better keep going.
8: See you later, bro. <laughs> Okay, Hector.
4: Let's go, Bud.
8: But like you said.
4: I said, let's
9: go. Okay. One, two, three, four. One,
8: two, three, four.
7: But.
4: But.
8: You don't want to stop again.
4: No. I don't want to stop again. I'd like to run another 75 or 80 miles. Well. Find me another pair of legs and I'll be glad to
9: Yeah, you're not going to give up now,
4: are you? For your information, I gave up an hour ago I just didn't have the strength to get the news down to my feet
8: <laughs>
14: Gosh,
9: after... Uh-oh, here comes Mr. Woody
14: Well, if it isn't old man Anderson, everything under control, Jim?
9: Couldn't be better
14: That's what I like to hear Well, she at the picnic Don't make it run too far, Beth Okay, Mr. Woody
4: all right, Bud. Why? Let's go.
8: <laughs> I can't,
4: Bud. I just
7: can't. Hi there,
8: Jim. Let's go, Bud. <laughs>
4: Couldn't get out of bed If you gave me a million dollars
8: But
12: Jim, this is Father's Day
4: I don't care whose day it is
8: <laughs>
4: Just let me lie here in peace
12: Is it really that bad?
4: Honey, right now I've got three times As many muscles as anybody else in the world
8: <laughs>
4: And every one of them has a toothache
12: Poor Bud
4: Poor Bud, how about me? I'm the one who's dying.
12: But he's been counting on it so.
4: Well, I'll make it up to him, some way.
12: Jim, are you sure you can't make it?
4: Margaret, I've never been so sure of anything in my life. I can't even turn my head. As a matter of fact, I'm not even sure I've got a head.
12: All right, dear, I'll just have to explain to the children, that's all
4: I'm not worried about the children Sam Woody's the guy I'm worried about He'll never let me forget it Of
12: course he will Sam's a very nice man and very broad-minded
4: Broad-minded? He's so narrow-minded he can look through a keyhole with both eyes
8: (laughs) That isn't
12: so
4: No? Well, you just wait Ten years from now, he'll still be talking about the time he ran me out of the picnic and if you think...
12: Mom, hey, Mom I'm in the bedroom, dear Mom, they're making an announcement about
4: the picnic over the
12: radio Oh? Well, we'd better turn it on I'll fix
4: it uh, Turn it on gently, bud And stop jiggling the floor
12: <laughs> I wasn't
9: jiggling the floor
4: Every time somebody moves, I discover a new ache
1: What's the matter, Dad? Don't you feel well? <laughs>
4: I not only do not feel well, I am slowly disintegrating.
8: <laughs>
4: Hold it, Dad. Here it comes. All this fuss about us. In the largest topic.
9: Father's Day picnic oh. in the history of Springfield. Now, the news most of you have been waiting to hear. The transportation problem has finally been solved. A fleet of Bluebird buses has been chartered by. What? One moment, please. Is this on a level? What do I do? Just read it? Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I have just been handed an important bulletin, which I should like to read. Due to a mysterious epidemic of unknown origin, over 100 fathers in the Springfield area have suddenly been confined to their beds. As a result, the picnic... What? Huh? Oh? Ladies and gentlemen, the picnic has not been canceled, but will instead be known as the, uh, mother and child outing.
6: A plate of Happy Father's Day.
15: <laughs> Tomorrow or Saturday, when you buy coffee, remember this. In coffee, real value means the most in flavor for your money. And in all this world, there's one coffee famous above all others for flavor. Our Maxwell House coffee. So take home a pound this weekend. Then let your husband, the world's greatest coffee expert, enjoy that famous flavor. When he smiles and says, greatest coffee ever, you'll be satisfied that Maxwell House has the flavor your family likes best. As for value... Well, just count for yourself all the truly good cups of coffee you get from each pound. Yes, for coffee that gives you your money's worth and more, look for America's sign of good coffee the big white cup and drop on the friendly blue tin. That's Maxwell House Coffee. Always good to the last drop. <laughs>
9: It's dinner time now, and the Andersons are gathered about the festive board. And a festive board it is indeed. There's a special roast for Father's Day. Chocolate pie with thick whipped cream for Father's Day. And best of all, a surprise for Father's Day. Like this.
11: Go on, Mom. Tell
13: him. Bud,
12: please. Mother, if you don't, we will. Betty, really.
13: Mommy, if you
12: don't tell him, I'm going to burst. Well, all right. But why don't you get it? Okay, Mom. It won't take two seconds. Jim? Yes, dear? Um, we have a little surprise for you.
4: That's nice.
12: And uh, we hope very sincerely that you'll get a great deal of pleasure out of it.
4: I know. It's a wheelchair. <laughs> Jim. Here they are, Dad. <gasps> Matched woods! Honey! Happy Father's Bob Day, dear. Oh, you bought me a set of matched woods.
12: Well, we didn't exactly buy them, dear. Mommy won the egg race.
8: <laughs>
12: Coffee, dear?
4: Thank you very much, sir.
15: Gainsey, the famous talking dog, always says. Gain's meal. What about Gain's meal, Gainsy? <laughs> Nourishes every inch of a dog. It sure does. Kennel and laboratory tests prove Gain's meal supplies balanced nourishment your dog needs for good health. Yet Gain's costs less to feed than any other type of dog food. So folks, get Gain's meal. <laughs> America's largest-selling dog food.
9: Join us again next week when we'll be back with Father Knows Best, starring Robert Young as Jim Anderson, with Roy Barkey and the Maxwell House Orchestra. In our cast were June Whitley as Margaret, Ted Donaldson, Rhoda Williams, Norma Jean Nelson, Herb Vigran, Stanley Farrar, and yours truly, Bill Foreman. So until next Thursday, good night and good luck from the makers of Maxwell House, America's favorite brand of coffee. Always good to the last drop. Father Knows Best was transcribed in Hollywood and written by Ed James. Now stay tuned in for Dragnet, which follows immediately over most of these stations.
7: Dragnet
6: is the story of your police force in action. Listen on NBC. Here's a little shaver watching a big shaver shave. He's just marking time till he can shave like Dad does. That's Old Spice Smooth Shave Dad's using in the new, foolproof, pressurized container. You just press a button and out comes rich, velvety lather. Ah, does that Old Spice smell nice? Just look at that fine, full foam. Here's what it does for you. Softens that sensitive skin, moistens that stubborn beard just watch that razor glide along no pull or drag even the toughest whiskers become weak and willing in just a few minutes you've got the cleanest smoothest shave ever that's old spice smooth shave by shoulton only one dollar or try new formula old spice lather shaving cream 65 cents or new formula old spice brushless shaving cream 60 cents shave any way you choose as long as it's a shave by Schulton, you get shaving pleasure beyond measure. This is the land of sky blue waters. Land of cool enchantment. Listen. The land of sky blue waters to you comes hams. The beer refreshing as the crisp, cool land it's brewed in. The beer that captures for you the wonderful refreshment of this enchanted Northland. Hams. Mmm. Hams. Crisp, clean cut to the taste. Refreshing. Hams of lakes and sunsets.
1: yours from the land of sky blue waters hi there you've been listening to yesterday today we're finishing up our annual father's day episode today as we rate the return of sydney from the hardware store uh he's buying a father's day gift for the producer yeah and he's been gone a while well he probably got distracted by the spiral gumball machine on his way out the door
2: hey you mooses how's your little show coming along
1: Ah, the producer. You know, you're just in time. You uh, missed the whole thing, as usual, actually. Perfect.
2: This producing stuff is easy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a second. What are you wearing? Oh, this tie? Found it in the wastebasket in the break room there. Can you believe someone would throw away this beauty? Look at the rich banana yellow cover. The soft tweed fabric. The happy expressions on those silly monkeys. Isn't this the best tie you've ever seen? Uh... uh hey, this tie reminds me of what you two are doing to me. <laughs> Driving me bananas.
1: Yeah, right, so I got a bunch of candy, but I also wanted to get something with a little more substance. So I couldn't decide between getting a bag of nails or a bag of screws. So I got both, and, uh... uh Sydney, wait. No! The producer! Oh, you're here! Uh, hi.
2: Hey, Sidney. Say, what do you think of this new tie of mine? You like the monkeys?
1: You're, you're wearing the tie I bought you?
2: Sidney, you, you bought me this tie?
1: Well, I, I, I didn't, uh, I, uh... Yeah, of course he did. He, you know, he saw that tie and he, and he picked it out just for you. Why was it in the wastebasket then? Uh, he put it there to hide it from you. Yeah, it's, it's a good idea, you know. I mean, it's a good idea he had putting it in the in the wastebasket to hide it. I mean, well, I guess it wasn't a good idea because you found it there. But but <clears throat> yeah.
2: Sydney, you got me this tie for Father's Day. Uh, yes. This is the most wonderful thoughtful gift anyone's ever gotten me. It's... It's beautiful. Thank you, Cindy, (laughs) From the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. I, I, uh... I gotta go take care of something. I'll see you guys later. Well, uh...
1: Guess I'll go, uh, return the nails and screws to the hardware store then. Leave the circus peanuts here. I'll eat those. You like circus peanuts? Of
3: course. Why wouldn't I? Oh. If you want more Yesterday Today, visit KISU.org or wherever you find your masculine, wise, fatherly podcasts.
5: While tearing off a game of golf I may make a play for the caddy But if I do, I don't My heart belongs to daddy If I invite a boy some night To dine on my fine thinning Hattie I just adore his asking for more But My heart belongs to daddy Oh, my heart belongs to daddy So I simply couldn't be bad Yes, my heart belongs to daddy Da, 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 da. So I want to warn you, laddie. Though I know you're perfectly swell, that my heart belongs to daddy. Cause my daddy treats it so well. My daddy treats it so well My daddy